This February, attend CUNA Governmental Affairs Conference and advocate for the financial well-being of every person in every community across the country. Demonstrating the credit union difference to lawmakers starts with you. Register today at cuna.org GAC. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. The CUNA Governmental Affairs Conference is the largest credit union gathering of the year, and it's only a month away. I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor with CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, Todd Spazanski, CUNA's Executive Vice President and Chief Products and Services Officer will offer a preview of this year's CUNA GAC, which will be held February 26th to March 2nd in Washington, D.C. The CUNA GAC evolves each year with the pace of change in the financial services industry and the political climate in Washington. In this interview, Spazensky will unpack what attendees can expect from this year's gathering, from connecting with lawmakers to the speaker's agenda, what's happening in the exhibit hall. The GAC covers a lot of ground, both literally and figuratively. We will explore how attendees, including those making the trip for the first time, can make the most of their experience, and how those at home can gain value from the conference. You are Executive Vice President and Chief Products and Services Officer at CUNA. Do you want to tell us what you do? Well, that's a that's a top secret, Ron. I can't I can't reveal <laughs> all of this kind of information. No, I've been at CUNA for this is my twenty third year at CUNA, which is hard to believe, and I oversee all of the products and service offerings that Credit Union National Association puts out for credit unions. So that includes all of our education and training programs, our East Environmental Scan, our Credit Union Magazine, and the list goes on. And it also includes our Governmental Affairs Conference, which I think we're here to talk about today. And you worked for the Wisconsin League before you worked for CUNA. How many times have you been to GAC? Wow, that's a bit of a loaded question, Ron. You're going to give away my age kind of here. You know, I actually started when I was 12, so it'll all make sense to folks. My first GAC was 1996 or 97 when I was a member of the Wisconsin Credit Union League. And I've been to, I don't have the exact number, but it's been about 24 or 25 GACs since the first one. That first one was held at the Washington Hilton. And for those savvy veterans uh, listening in, you'll recall there are some pretty interesting uh, factoids about that GAC or about that Washington Hilton. One, it was the the place where, unfortunately, the Ronald Reagan President Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt was was at. Some of the things I remember about that Washington Hilton, those early GACs in my career. There was a escalator, a very narrow escalator that went from the general session to the exhibit hall. And if you can imagine 2,000 people trying to go from point A to point B on an escalator that was only one person wide, it was like mass chaos at, the, at break time almost every single day. The second thing I remember is how low the ceilings were. And uh, the, the last GAC CUNA held at the Washington Hilton 
which is kind of a funny story. We had outgrown that space, or JAC had grown out, out, outgrown that space, so we were contracted to move on to the uh, Washington Convention Center, which is where we're at now. DC had a bit of snow the night before our GAC opening, and the Washington Hilton had set up what they called a pavilion. It's really a big tent outside to house our additional exhibitors. Well, it snowed that night before, and when we turned on the portable heaters within the tent, what happened? The snow on the roof of the tent started melting, and it leaked through onto the onto the attendees, onto the vendors, onto their exhibit booths. And if there was ever a sign that we were making the right decision to go to bigger and better place, that was it. So, yeah, I have quite a few memories about all the GACs over the years. That's one that stands out from the old Washington Hilton days. Well, I was going to ask you this later, later anyway, but I'll ask you right now. What's your favorite GAC memory? Oh, boy. There are so many. That's a funny one. I get the good fortune of working backstage at the GAC for all of the general sessions. So every keynote speaker, any speaker that hits the stage at our GAC, I meet, talk to, met with the representatives, and it's a pretty cool gig. Um the one that stands out to me, though, is when we had President Bush, 43, as we coined him backstage in, in our terms. And as, as you may know, our CEO, Jim Nussel, served on his cabinet at, towards the end of President Bush's term. And so they knew each other, and Jim was nice enough to invite me into their, into their private room to meet him, and we chat a little bit. And I don't know if he couldn't remember my name or if he just called everybody dude, but he kept calling me dude every time he saw me dude how is this is going how is that going well we get he does a great job on stage we get to the very end of the the post speech and presentation photo ops and just about everybody's gone except for me and the secret service and 43 and 43 president bush comes walking out of the the last photo op and he shakes my hand. He says, dude, great job. And he gets about halfway out the door and he stops. He says, hey, dude. And I turn back around and he dabbed me. If you remember what the dab was back, yeah, yeah, of back in the day. And my jaw just dropped wide open and he laughed. And he was, his last words to me was, gotcha, dude. And he walked out the door. <laughs> wow, that is a great story. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody ever believes me that 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 actually happened. But it's a true story, not embellished at all. Wow. Wow, that is a great memory. And now, as you talk kind of about the evolution of GAC, and it evolves, yeah. it's always evolving. What's new at GAC this year? Oh, we have, last year was our first year back after the pandemic in person. So we kind of stayed with our set format that we were comfortable with prior to pandemic. We were just happy to get people back and, and together again. What we do post after every GAC, we do a big debrief. We send surveys out to all of the attendees, all of our vendor partners, as well as, as well as our CUNA staff. Collect all that data. You know, what worked, what didn't work, what can we improve on, what should we just quit doing, something new we should start doing. So that's a constant evolution. The things that people love about our GAC, keynote speakers, hiking the hill, exhibit hall, and the opportunity to network, those are all embedded in this year's event as well. What's new, a couple things we've, we've added. We've added a, a DEI roundtable on Sunday. 
So we've traditionally always had a small credit union workshop and roundtable on Sunday afternoon of the GAC. We've added that DEI roundtable. They don't, they're not overlapping one another, so people could attend both if they if they chose to. That was based on feedback we received from attendees about wanting more information, more education around the DEI topic. Tied to that or aligned with that is we are collaborating with the DEI Collective and making more awareness around DEI Tuesday at the GAC, which is really a day where we celebrate diversity and we try to create sessions and educate attendees more on what credit unions could be doing in that space and what they can be doing to better serve all within their communities. Ties really closely to our financial well-being for all messaging. And then lastly, we made this year an, an agenda kind of shuffle and change. And we moved our Tuesday general session to the afternoon of, of that Tuesday. That's allowing us to do two things. One, it allowed us to secure Condoleezza Rice as our keynote speaker that day. But two, and more importantly, it really improved the flow. So as people leave that general session, they'll be walking right into the closing, the last session within our vendor and exhibit hall area. So it feels like it's a really good flow. So those are probably the three most obvious things people will see different this year than what they've experienced in previous years. So you talked a little about hiking the hill, and as you obviously GAC is an advocacy conference. Do you want to talk a little bit about what CUNA's main priorities are at this year's conference? I can. Let me let me preface that, Ron, by saying first and foremost, the CUNA GAC is not successful without all of the help and engagement from the leagues from around the country. So our league partners do a tremendous job in not only driving and fueling interest and advocating on being at the GAC and the importance of that. They also coordinate all of the hike the hills. So we create space within the agenda for those hill hikes, but the leagues actually coordinate hitting all of their respective members of Congress with their constituents from their respective states. And that is huge. So typically we defer back to what the league talking points are in some of those at a very high level financial well-being for all and what credit and the credit union difference will be the highlight of what we'll be talking about from the general session stage and then we'll build in briefing points and talking points that leagues will integrate within their own respective hill hikes as well so i guess at the highest level advocacy priority is continuing to tell our story about the credit union difference and the importance of financial well-being for all and serving others in their communities You've talked about, you've been to a lot of GACs, you've, you've worked for CUNA. So what are you excited about this year's GAC? Well, the biggest thing, and it, it might seem a bit cliche to say, is the people that show up and attend the GAC and getting people back together. And not that we ever took this or I ever took this for granted, but the pandemic, we've learned a lot coming out of, all of us have learned a lot coming out of that pandemic. And the fact that people can get together again and advocate on behalf of that credit union difference, that's always excited me. It doesn't get stale or old to me. And coming back out of what we've been through over the past couple of years, that is just, that is just, it, it excites me to, to no end. People talk about our GAC. I've heard people describe it as the family reunion that they get to go to or a class reunion they get to go back to with a sense of purpose around it. We're all there for the same thing, which is advocating on behalf of credit unions and that credit union difference. So that to me is like the ultimate. And then I think maybe second and third to that is, you know, our ability to create 
just a top-notch, high-quality experience for our members. That's that's what the National Trade Association is here for. We're here to be the champion of credit unions. This gives us an opportunity to highlight all of the things that we do really well on behalf of our members and on behalf of credit unions. And to see that kind of all come together is pretty cool. And there's a huge team, Ron, as you know, that, that all of us stand on the shoulders of that put on just this tremendous event. And it's pretty cool. You know, I'm a big sports guy. So, you know, it's not like scoring the touchdown in a game. It's like winning the Super Bowl for us when we get to go to the GAC and put that event on for folks. And then and then lastly, I would just say I'm a professional development kind of geek. So I, I'm a lifelong learner, always believe in that. So being involved in setting up all of the keynote speakers, we've got a tremendous lineup of keynote speakers again. Seku Andrews kicking off on Sunday, Peter Diamandis on Monday morning, Condi Rice on, on Tuesday, and Carl Rove and Jennifer Palmari on, on Wednesday. We put a lot of great things on the stage in addition to that, but I get really juiced about the keynoters we were able to bring in for folks as well. You know, Todd, it's funny because speaking to that first point that you made, I was going to mention this earlier when you're talking about how many times you've been to GAC because I didn't, I didn't go to GAC for several years for like, you know, I've worked in the system many years, but probably for at least 10 years when I worked in the system. And I just wrote something for the magazine literally an hour ago about what it's my favorite memories of the GAC. And it was the first time I went and I wrote that it's like being with four or 5,000 family members. And, you know, it is a little corny, but just kind of in the best all-American way. It really is. And that, and that really is, at the end of the day, I think virtually all four or 5,000 of those people would agree with that assessment, I think. On top of all the advocacy and everything, it's just a whole heck of a lot of fun if you're, if you're a is. credit union person. It really is. It it's is. just that simple. You know, Hey, we're all a, we're all a little bit of credit union, you know, nerds and geeks around this stuff, right? Um, but one of the things that I would I, I always tell folks, so you know, we CUNA sends out staff to help put on this event every year. We always have a few new staff that are new to CUNA, new to the GAC, and I always try to walk into the convention center with somebody that's never been to a GAC, whether it's a CUNA staff person or a, or a new a new attendee, and walk in because. You, you look up and if, if you can just visualize this, you look into this huge convention center and all you see is credit union this and tell your story that and credit union difference there. And it is so powerful and it's moving. I don't know. Like I said, I'm a sports geek. I walk into Lambeau Field. I'm a diehard Packer fan. I get goosebumps every time I walk into Lambeau Field. I get goosebumps every time I walk into the D.C. Convention Center during the week of GAC. I do, too. I'm a, yep, I do, too. I really do. And that's good. I guess we work for the right place. So in, in all that said, you do cover a lot of ground, literally, at GAC. You get tired out at the end of the day. I mean, a lot of days you're tired by 11 in, mo in the morning. So how can attendees make the most of their time at the conference? Well, if you're a new time, if you're a first time attendee, people will tell you to make sure you have really good shoes. That is no joke. You have to have good shoes because there's a lot of walking. The convention center itself is big, but most people are walking from their hotel to the convention center. There are so many different meetings and, and things that go on in addition to what's formally on the GAC agenda. So make sure you have comfortable shoes, as simple as that sounds. But what I always tell folks to get the most out of it, engage. Put your guard down a little bit. Be open-minded. Talk to people outside of your own credit union network. Take 
Take some time to sit next to somebody new in a general session or a breakout session. Go talk to a vendor or, a, or a, an exhibitor that maybe you, you wouldn't have normally talked to. Engage as much as you can with the people that are around you. We'll do a great job of putting thought leaders and powerful speakers on the main stage, but the real benefit you get is being able to take what you hear at that high level and talk with your network of peers about how you're going to do some of these things, whether it's when you're hiking the hill or when you get back home to your shop. So to me, that's what you can do the most. I mean, there's there's a, an attendee orientation that takes place on Sunday. We try to hit, like, here are the top 10 things that you should do, and the list sounds exhaustive to your point, Ron, because there is so much to do at GAC. So engage, expand your network, don't miss a general session, get in that exhibit hall, and there's a lot that's kind of said and done between the sessions and at the, those networking receptions. So just when you kind of feel like, ah, I need to put my feet up, you might go to that reception before you put your feet up because you might hear or learn something from one of your peers that you wouldn't have if you didn't engage at that, at that level as well. And Todd, you mentioned the exhibit hall. And uh, what's new in the exhibit hall this year? Every time I step in the exhibit hall, I feel like I'm about five years behind the times. It's just, it's huge. I mean, it's the biggest exhibit hall of financial services industry, not just the credit union industry. It's the biggest and the best. And I'm not saying that to pat ourselves on the back. It's it's just the way it is. <laughs> so, you know, what's, what's new is we've, well, we're completely sold out. So it's, it's wall-to-wall credit union vendors that are there, obviously, to help you and our credit unions in offering products and services. All of those vendors do a terrific job of engaging attendees as they walk in. So there will be different and unique things that individual vendors will be doing throughout from Sunday through Tuesday night, different games and activities. Obviously, they want to talk to you about how they can do things to better help your credit union, but take some time to do that. We've expanded and we've put two actually educational theaters embedded within that exhibit hall. That gives our, our vendor partners the opportunity to showcase and highlight some from an educational standpoint some of the things that they're doing that would, would be helpful to credit unions. Those were extremely popular last year, so we expanded and built out on those. And then I mentioned that agenda change a little bit earlier. So what we're trying to do is make the flow, because there are so many things going on, make the flow as easy as possible for our attendees. So they're not having to go from way over on point A all the way down to point B. So it flows a little naturally. You come out of a general session, you get to go right to the exhibit hall. You go to the breakout sessions, you feed back through into the exhibit hall. So we've done a few things that tweak the agenda that Maybe the first time attendee goes, wow, this is this is pretty nice. The savvy veteran attendee will go, oh, I like those changes, or at least we think they'll like those changes. Yeah, and when I talked about fun, I mean, the the, the exhibit hall, people, the, I mean, the vendors are obviously there for a reason, but people just love going to the exhibit hall. They just enjoy it. They do. We've seen so many things. I mean, we've seen things from vendor partners sponsoring, you know, like unique drinks to inviting their own thought leader expertise to sign books, to having comedians and other types of entertainment type folks to draw people over. There is always something going on in that hall that people, like. it's one of the highest rated things that people come to the GAC for. Yeah, and I didn't even know that, but you can just tell people like hanging out there and like you said, they want to engage with other credit union people. It's just part of the experience. And then last year we started something and you can, talk a little bit about this, that people at home can also take away something for, from the conference. You want to talk about that? 
You bet. Oh, during the pandemic, we did our first all virtual GAC, which was, it went about as well as we could have hoped for. And then when we got to be back in person, we knew that not everybody would be ready to come back in person. So we created what we call GAC on air, which is a virtual component of our GAC, or it's a hybrid component is maybe a better way to say it. So what we do is we create a studio on site at the GAC and people that aren't able to attend in person can register for this virtual on-air GAC and they'll get the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday general sessions as part of their content. They'll also get several breakout sessions. Our vendor partners and some of our CUNA thought leaders have have pre-recorded educational sessions that they can download and watch at any time. And basically what we're trying to do is create this high quality value-laden virtual GAC for folks, but it doesn't have everything that you're gonna get if you went to the in-person. So it's almost like a bit of a teaser. Hey, this is what you're missing out on. There's a variety of reasons why people can't attend. It might be budget, it might be, hey, we're already sending five other people, but I still wanna be part of this, so how can I do it? So the idea is to give them a really strong flavor, give them some value of what the GAC is all about, and hopefully plant that seed that when it comes to budget time, I need to be there in person next year in 2024. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This February, attend CUNA Governmental Affairs Conference and advocate for the financial well-being of every person in every community across the country. Demonstrating the credit union difference to lawmakers starts with you. Register today at cuna.org slash GAC.